Welcome to the update for June 24th, 2019. And this is week 15 of Trucking Life of a Trucker. Roll that super intro cool song. Loving truck of a trucker. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, no, sorry. No, no fancy, no, no fancy intro yet. We're going to call this the live loads live load edition because I'm being I'm being live loaded and this is a good time as any to record what happened yesterday oh yeah <laughs> and speaking of an intro song I went to my wife's work and they have really really good Wi-Fi there so now I know where to go to get that that laptop finished finished updating. It was so nice to be able to get all my podcasts downloaded, all the updates from my phone. Got it all done in 30 minutes. Beautiful. Instead of hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I can get that laptop back up into updated and running shape again. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. So what happened in the morning after I uh, got my trailer and headed on out of Gary? Well... As I was heading down on 65, guess what I found? I found my tire, or the gator skin portion of the tire. Yep, I found it right where it happened. Right at mile marker 160. And it was right there, just laying on the ground. Just chilling. And I'm like, oh, you look so familiar. That looks just like the treads on mine. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is my tire. Well... At least I know it's uh, still sitting out there, it's not totally alone. It's being passed up by a lot. It makes me wonder: Do they send somebody out to go clean all this stuff up? You know, or do they just leave them there? They gotta clean it up. They can't be good for the environment. Someone's gotta go down there and pick up all those gator skins. I'm sure somebody's got a job doing it, or they use those those prison you go guys that are on pre-release. You know, doing the whole community service thing. I'm sure that's how they, they've got to have a way to clean up all those tires but it was kind of cool it was kind of cool it was like part of me was kind of nervous like better not happen in this spot again that'd be really freaky no we went fine but still it was cool to see cool cool to cool to find my tire <laughs> just chilling just chilling on the shoulder next to the guardrail yep let's see this one was the one going to that uh what was it how do you say that town Urbana, Urbana, Ohio. Drive went really smooth. No, no drama. A little rainy here and there, but I can. I, I, I don't mind the rain because it cleans off all the nasty bugs off my windshield because they get all over everything. Okay, why is this truck coming back? I guess he wasn't ready. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I guess, I don't know if I should save the explanation for tonight's when I update at the end of the day or. I don't know. But yeah. This guy next to me pulled away and now he's coming back. Welcome back, guy. Welcome back. <laughs> okay. And I'll save that for later. Okay. However, once I got the Urbana dropped off, then I had to go to. What was it? Uh, it was this little. It kinda, North, 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 I guess it was a North Cincinnati, 
Went up to North Cincinnati. That's again a nice simple little drop and hook. And of course this had to be a drop and hook in the pouring rain. I mean pouring rain. I got soaked and wet. Kind of running in and out of the truck. Okay, we'll go we'll go hook up the uh hook up everything to the trailer. We're gonna run back inside. Oh, we'll go put up the landing gear. Okay, we'll go back, check all the lights, make sure everything's going, do a safety check. All right, get back in the truck. All right, now pull up a little bit. Open the trailer tails. Okay, run back in the truck. All right, now let's set the tandems. Okay, all right, back in the truck again. Oh, still got soaking wet. I turned the heater on to full blast and tried to dry off for the next, uh, I would say about 10 miles before, well, I, you know, I was in the truck. For, I had three, okay, this is what leads into the next section. I'm like, I have enough time to get to a truck stop almost near where my destination was, which is Davin, Danville, Danville, Kentucky. Danville, Kentucky. South of uh, Frankfort, Kentucky. And um, hey, I actually have an old friend. Uh, yeah, Amanda. Old high school girly. Was from Frankfort, Kentucky. Have that little accent. I can't do a Kentucky accent, but they do have an accent. Although, sometimes here at this particular shipper, I haven't heard anybody talk that way. It was just... The Waffle House from last night. They talked that way there. They talked that way there. So I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're, we're going to knock out some miles here. Get close to a truck stop near there and just drop her off in the morning. However, I got into Cincinnati. Now, I've never never been in Cincinnati in the 5 o'clock, you know, after work hour. But oh my God, oh my God. I was, I was panicking. Watch that clock go from three hours down to two hours. We haven't moved much. We moved about five miles. We're doing okay, right? 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 So I'm looking at it. Okay, now we're getting close to one hour. And we've gone about, at that point, 15 miles? Not very far. Not very far. We're, we're in trouble. And I look up on my uh, uh, Rand McNally, see the closest truck stop. Of course, there's nothing in the Cincinnati area. I have to get past Cincinnati south on, what was it, 70, 75, 71? On 71. I have to get to the southern portion of Cincinnati to get to a TA, which was 24 miles away on an hour. And I'm panicking. I'm like, what do I do? Finally, just about the time the clock went under an hour left, finally the traffic loosened up and it flowed, and I was able to do the speed limit. Well, I can't really do the speed limit in this truck, but I was able to keep the speed up and get to the get to the TA. Oh, I can't remember how much time was left on the clock, but I knew it was low. I just don't remember. It was definitely in the teens, definitely in the teens, just enough to know to do your do your post trip and uh, end your day. But while I'm doing my post trip. This is the first TA. They had two security guys in a car. And they're checking me out. And they're like, yeah. <clears throat> Turns out this place, they wanted you to pay. I had to go and get a receipt to put in my window. $17 to park there. And it's not like I really had a choice. Because it's already, it's already about 7 o'clock at night. Lots full. And, of course, the only ones left are the the pay for parking ones and I guess got to take it because in my situation I'm out of time I don't got time to sit there and wait and hopefully for a slot to open up and uh, so you had to go in there get the receipt show it to the guy so you can write down the truck number 
do all that. It's like, wow, they're serious about it at this TA, man. They got two guys, two guys working shift to check all these trucks and make sure they're they're paying their fee. Yeah, whatever floats their boat. I mean, they were making money that night, especially off of me. Because then, of course, I wanted to shower, so I got a shower. That was fourteen bucks. So it's all in all about thirty bucks. And then there was a Waffle House next door. Now I've never been to a Waffle House. I've been waiting to get close to one or be near one to go check out a Waffle House. I don't know. And IHOP's still better. At least with that, you get all kinds of choices of pancakes, waffles, you name it. But the only thing they had was good breakfast items. So I had me some steak and eggs and a side of uh, waffles. Ate it all up. I cleaned all three plates that they brought the food out on. Price was extremely reasonable. Under $10 for the steak and eggs and $2 for the waffles. So I got out of there for under 15 bucks and a full meal that filled me up. That, that's, that's, that's good because if it would have been any other restaurant, sometimes you can't even get a meal to fill you up and you're paying $30 by the time you get my tip. Ah, but the food was decent. I want to say this. It was decent. I ate it all. Even the guy at the table says, must have been good because you ate it all. You know, I'm, yeah, I ate it all because I was hungry. I was hungry. I need me a full meal. I mean, I've been trying to eat the food in my truck you know, eat instead of eating out. But every once in a while I get a, I get a restaurant like this. is like, I don't know when the next opportunity I'm going to run into a Waffle House at a truck stop. Same thing if I run into an IHOP. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get me some IHOPs. It's been a while. Just kind of wait until the, the scenario comes together. <sighs> However... Like I said, it's yeah, it's 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 no it's no IHOP, but it was a good small little diner, cheap food that filled you up. Yeah, that 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 was breakfast that I had for dinner. That worked. That worked. And I was gonna sit there and record this podcast, but after doing that, taking all the shower at eight hours left my clock, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna get some sleep. I don't wanna I don't wanna have to deal with it in the morning, right? Right. So. Well, just, well, not only that, just before I was going to record, the guy next to me was running this ex- started running this extremely loud generator or something on his truck that was squeaky as hell. So I had to put up with that all night. Wah, wah, wah. And of course, he finally turns it off while I'm doing my pre-trip. How nice of you, buddy. I would have, I would have gone. I actually could have gone into the slot nose in. However, because your truck needed to be forward so they can see the receipt on it, you know, I just didn't want to deal with it if it was the other way around. I'll find a see what I can find tonight. I'll see what I can find tonight. And when I find it, I'll let you know in the next update. For the update, it's going to be for the 25th tomorrow or today or to, uh, whatever. I'm losing so much track. And my live load still isn't ready yet. I'm still sitting here. Yeah, they better hurry because I want to get some miles done today. Only did about 100 this morning. I can crank in about 400 if I wanted to. If they get me out of here within an hour, they got an hour. You hear that? You hear that live loading people out there? You got an hour. An hour left. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll see you in the next check in. Tamara.
sitting here enjoying a beautiful view of some very tall grass that's seeding and a railroad track in the distance and a view of I-75 in the distance as well. The interstate of this journey headed north up to, what was it, Lansing? Yeah, Lansing, Lansing, Michigan. Gotta double check that. I'm, yeah, Lansing, Michigan. That's that's where I'm headed. I'm only about 150 miles away. I coulda, if I wasn't sitting there at that customer as long as I as I was. I was able to get all my paperwork done, got my podcast out, did the recording for yesterday's update. Today is June. 25th 2019 if I didn't mention that already ah yes I sat there and eventually got out of there almost five hours later although if I had about one more I could have made it to the customer today but I decided to end it early today because I want to get started early in the morning because I started the week at four in the morning this will now get me lined up to start three in the morning however in my home Time zone, that would be 2 a.m., which is about where I want to be. And I could probably work that other hour by ending early tomorrow, which tomorrow looks like an interesting pre-planned day. Pre-planned day. Pre-planned day. Is that what we're going to call it? So my trip down into Kentucky was pretty smooth, except for trying to get around this stupid slow truck. He was going 45 when the speed limit is 65. And he was driving me nuts. Because I'm trying to... I want to pass him, you know. I want to pass him. Because I'm going to at least do 60. But I just need to get around him. But the traffic is just the right amount that I can't get around him. Because we have this seven seven seconds following distance so before i gotta pass him i gotta be seven seconds away from him so i can jump in the next lane go and pass him and get in front of him and be done with my my pass otherwise you know i can't i can't inch myself as close as i can to him and then go and pass him so which means if traffic's busy it makes it very difficult to get in that lane and also pass him without having other trucks coming along passing me on the right you know and then jumping in front of me and then I gotta slow down a little bit to get my seven seconds back and it just it just doesn't work it you know it turns into a a strange battle there lucky 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 in Kentucky (laughs) Uh, we were changing highways and it turned out the this highway jumped on on the left side which means he jumped all the way in the right, and that gave me my chance to, yeah, get right past him because he was still accelerating. However, later on down the road, when we're going down a hill, he starts to try to pass me. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. So I get a little bit more speed because I know I'll be dealing with his slow ass and have to try to keep my seven seconds, and I'm going to be sitting there doing 40 miles an hour to try to be safe behind him. Oh, no, no, we're not playing this game anymore. Finally, at the bottom of the hill... It was just enough that I was able to get a little bit more acceleration than he did. He gave up, went behind me, and about two or three miles down the road, he was so far behind me because we went up a few more hills, and he was he was so far behind me. So far behind me. But at least he wasn't 
At least he wasn't in my way. I was in his way. <laughs> I'm guessing he was so heavy that when it came to the hills, that's why he kept slowing down. But it's still, I, I, I just didn't get it. It's just, it just drives me nuts. The whole day was like that traffic-wise. I guess I, I don't think I've ever done I-75 north like this. So I've usually always had to cut off of it and either go east or west on it. But I've never actually done the trip all the way from yeah Cincinnati all the way up into up into Michigan there where where it goes. It's making things interesting. So there was that, and then yeah, I already talked about that crazy uh, live load which was weird because I came in there I, I dropped the trailer then I had to go check in again and then they assigned me a trailer he's like I hope you didn't hook up to one I'm like no no because they wanted to have their yard dogs go grab the empty put the empty to the dock and then wait for it to get loaded and then I could hook up to it which I guess I guess maybe they do it for some safety reasons because they had all the bobtails park in a certain spot so we just kind of hung out over there it gave me some time to do stuff that I just didn't want to do last night because I was I was tired. And I got my paperwork done, got my paperwork submitted for the loads this, so far this week. Got some podcasting work done. Cleaned up the cab a little bit because it was a little dirty. It gets dirty every day. It's nice to just sweep it out. I, I take I have a little broom and I broom stuff up. It's getting ready for like a vacuuming. I need like a shop vac. I need to shop vac it. Especially around the corners and some of this dirt, the broom doesn't really pick it up right. So it's a pain in my butt. You stupid dirt. You can go fuck yourself, dirt, dirt, dirt. Joe Dirt. <laughs> uh, but finally got out of there. Uh, made good time coming up here. Like I said, I could have made it if I had the extra time, but I don't think that customer allowed overnight parking of course i didn't really look and from the looks on google maps this one's going to be an interesting one it's a small little building with a small little dock i'm not sure if i'm going to have to do a 90 off the road here but if their parking lot is not full of cars in the morning i should be able to do it in their parking lot it just all depends on how many cars are in their parking lot because that'll be in, you know a situation in my way so i'm gonna have to kind of feel that as i get there i have with appointments at 7 a.m and I ended the day so I can get through the Toledo and Detroitish area earlier in the morning. So hopefully I can avoid traffic there. I just don't know. I'm probably going to be hitting traffic there. I'm not sure how how Lansing gets with their traffic. Always learning these these areas and how how heavy the traffic is. But traffic today going up I-75. Oh my God! Since since Kentucky, it's just been it's been a madhouse. We're talking highly congested i mean it's flowing you know everyone's doing the speed limit but congested it's one of those things because we got to keep this seven second following distance rule in order to keep that maintained it turns into this game of people just you know coming and passing me and getting in front of me passing me and so it's just about only thing i could do is just set it about 58 miles per hour and it was just right to keep the following distance meter flowing and not sitting at one point and it just that's just the way I had to deal with it yeah got to do what you got to do but I guess it I guess it's a safer method because I'm going slower I guess slow moving turd (laughs) 
slow moving turd. So got past Finley, so I'm in North Finley. It loves here. It kind of. I wasn't gonna run my clock out today because I know later, the longer I, I ran it out, I actually kind of quit almost two hours early today because I knew I'd be fighting to look for parking later and I didn't want to pay for it. But as I'm getting off the interstate, I look into the loves and I see this one slot. And it's not only is it a one slot, but it's perfect. It's perfect for a, a nose dive in. And I'm like, that's the slot. It's It's got my name on it. So I came in here, grabbed it, went in and had some Arby's. I got another milkshake. I got to start eating more healthier. I got to quit eating at this junk. I have apples. I have grapes. I have vegetables. I need to eat this stuff. But it's so tempting. That roast beef and cheddar cheese sticks on oh, that milkshake went down so smooth on a hot day <sighs> maybe 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 I should uh, stop bringing money with me yeah <laughs> otherwise I, I, I think I'm gonna this is gonna be my weak point and I don't want to turn into one of those fat fucking truckers you know those fat fuckers that Okay, no offense to anybody who's a fat fucking trucker, but I just don't want to be like you, okay? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I have nothing against you, okay? I, I got to be careful where I was going with that, you know, because I could be offending some poor fat fucking trucker out there. <laughs> Shit. I'm digging myself a hole now. <laughs> we get nasty messages on Anger. Hey, I'm a fat fucking trucker, you fucking son of a bitch. Where do I catch you at the loves, motherfucker? Oh, Weird Al song comes to my mind. It's a good song, too. I think it's called I'm Fat. Is it from uh, a remix of Michael Jackson's Beat It? I wonder if it was filmed in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting... I'm... Okay, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. Oh, by the way, somebody posted that the, uh, in the group that the United States Postal Service is working with autonomized trucks. Oh boy, here we go. There goes our jobs. Nobody needs us anymore. Uh, what they need to do at least is autonomize the, the, the passenger vehicles. Then I think all the truckers will have a smoother time on the road. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But it's interesting to see where the automated trucks, the electric trucks, Tesla's working on an electric truck. It's amazing. Uh, to think where we'll be in another 10 years. What will we be doing? I mean, I guess it would be any more than what, kind of what airplanes do. I mean, airplanes pretty much fly themselves. It's just that they still have a pilot just in case things get, you know, something screws up. So you'd still probably need, even in an, um, an automatic driving semi-truck, you're going to need somebody to be there in case the computer crashes or something happens or just misjudges something. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like the, the pilots in airplanes. They're still there. They still have a job. They're just more of an engineer. Train, train, tra train engineers, yeah. Train, train engineers, they do the same thing, you know. They're there to keep the, make sure the automated system keeps it going. Okay, I think I've said all i got to say. We'll see how tomorrow goes. I'm kind of not... Every time I dread a backing, probably because I look it up on Google Maps, it always turns out to not be as bad as I thought. It's the ones that I think, oh, that's going to be easy. They're the ones that give me the trouble. 
Yeah. So there's that in a hand basket of tax. Wow. Where did I, where did I come up with that one? Okay. Well, I'm gonna go, and I apologize to anybody who's overweight out there. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Okay. Okay. If it helps, I'm a little overweight myself. Welcome to the update for June 26, 2019. Uh, got up in the morning, headed on down the highway, on the way to Lansing, Michigan, trying to get there by 7 a.m. The good thing is I got there at about 6.30, and I go to go into the customer nobody's there luckily like i said i was worried about the backing in that that parking lot the parking lot was empty i was able to back into the dock however this dock was a little screwy i actually had to keep getting out of the truck and making sure i was lining up with the the dock plate thingy majibber dock plate thing majibber yeah because the padding that normally has well, what it had one side of the padding with the little yellow mark on it but it was all ripped apart from the top was ripped off the other side was ripped off the whole thing was just messed up and totally ripped up someone must have backed in there and just ripped the hell out of this thing at some point in time but yeah so after playing around with it i finally did get into that messed up dock it was it was ugly man it was ugly so finally, at about 7, I decided, well, I saw some people pulling up in there. I go knock on the door, try to figure out what's going on, and see uh, if I can get this trailer unloaded, you know, figure out what's going on. So I can check in, you know, make sure, say, hey, I'm here on time, I'm not late, I'm doing everything I need to be done. It needs to be did. A nice, a nice little, beautiful, beautiful uh, um, female, very attractive female, um, answered the door and was very very nice very very polite and she uh, helped me uh, get to the restroom and helped me find the guy who does the shipping and receiving however when I met him I go and I say hey how you doing no response out of this guy like, he must have been hung over or he hates his job or something because he just gives me the death look. And so I just handed him the paperwork. He rips the, rips the bill of lading out of my hand, throws it on the, throws it on the floor, and says, I'll, I'll get you unloaded here in a minute. Oh, okay. Well, fine. I was like, holy shit, what an attitude, man. If you hate your job that much, you shouldn't be at work. He must have been hung over. The wife must have been or giving him shit. Or maybe he's not married. He has a girlfriend. Or maybe maybe the attractive female that I met was his girlfriend. And she was being nice to me. And it pissed him off or something. I don't know. I really don't know what was up with this guy. He was he was totally just, just an asshat, you know. He shouldn't should not have been at work that day. Just shouldn't have been at work that day. Because, you know, if you're going to be that pissy about work, don't be at work. It's like driving on the road, you know. 
So road rage happens, right? So that kind of set me off. Although when he was done, he was really kind and said, finally, first words I heard out of his mouth is, here you go, have a nice day. Okay. Swept up my trailer. Got the hell out of there, man. Hell out of there. And the next load was being picked up in Grand Grand Rapids, Michigan. The big rapids that I haven't found yet. And I tell you what, Grand Rapids right now is a mess. Oh, God damn, that construction around there. It's like, is, is there a road that's not under construction and you got to navigate and reroute yourself around? Just to get to this customer, I was just going all over the around the damn city, going down different streets, trying to find a way to him. Oh my goodness, it made my head hurt. Every time I see Grand Rapids, it's like, no, no. I don't want to deal with that place, man. That place is evil. At least until they get this construction done. And of course, I get there to this uh, to this particular place, and I'm like, well, hopefully they, they get me out of here, because this is um, going to... Going to go to Gary for a relay. Yeah, cool. I, I don't mind a relay. It must be somebody's load to get him home or something. I don't know. Anyways, I sit here at this customer. And, and a little differently, too. You know when you go to some restaurants, they give you those coasters that vibrate and light up, you know, and let you know your meal's ready and you can go pick it up? Panera Bread has that. Well, anyways, I they give you one of these. So it'll light up and give you a door number, you know, a dock dock door to, to pull into when they're ready to uh, get you all loaded up and, you know, get you get you moving, you know, and all that. Well, this place decides to keep me there for four hours. And I'm watching because I want to get to Gary that night. You know, I don't want to have to stay, you know, sit there 100 miles away from Gary. And, you know, I, I want to I take advantage of this because the next... Pre-plan is leaving Gary at 5 a.m. in the morning. So as soon as I can get to Gary, the more time I have, I can actually go home. That's like 14 hours of off time instead of, you know, the normal 10. So I'll be able to go home, go barbecue. Well, what's that going to happen? So finally, I do get a, a dock, and they load me up really quick. At least it was a 20-minute load was was not horribly a long time so I look at the put in my little GPS okay I have about three hours and 45 minutes left on the clock and of course Gary's about three hours from Grand Rapids but remember last time I left from this area the Gary traffic and the Gary train yes lucky this was a light load I was able to Keep flowing. Traffic flow really good until the last six miles to the, the Klein Avenue exit. I'm, I'm serious. I've got to find another another backup plan route. I've been kind of looking at US 20 because it seems like if I can get off onto US 20, that that'll take me into Gary and then take me on the north side of uh, 912 on Klein Avenue there, I'm going that way. I just haven't gone through it. I just don't know what to expect in there. You know, especially for traffic. I mean, I know I know what the road looks like. I've driven the road uh, when I used to do the pole maintenance. I know that I know that road. It's kind of it definitely goes through some ghettoish stuff. But it, if it can keep me flowing and not spending 45 minutes to go 
six damn miles. And then, uh, well, I guess there's no way to avoid the train because all the roads that go the other way into the terminal are not truck routes. That kind of sucks. It just blows donkey dick. <sighs> but I made it. I made it with a few minutes left on the clock. Barely had enough time. I think I had like about 20 minutes. Got that sucker uh, relayed. Got the hell out of there, man. I just... And when I left there, I didn't even tell... I kind of, like, uh, sent a text message to my wife. I'm like, are you working tonight? And she's like, no, I'm not working tonight. And then it was, like, my cue. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and when I was up on my way to Grand Rapids, this is really silly. There was some construction, and it was coming down to one lane, and the traffic was moving really, really slow. However, there was a rest area, and people were sneaky little bastards. They were going into the rest area to get ahead in the uh, slow traffic. Basically making the traffic worse for the rest of us, you know, behind. Uh, yeah. It might have helped you get a little bit further, but come on, really? You're being, and everyone that went into that rest area just to take a shortcut was being a dick to the rest of us. Because you're slowing up traffic that's further down the line. Because you want to take a shortcut through the goddamn rest area. You son of a bitch. Fuck you. Okay, just I just had to get that out of my system. I just had to get that out of my system. But yeah, good, good day. I went over to the store. I got some ribs. Oh yeah, they were, they already had the barbecue sauce. And they're kind of the, the ribs that are already you just put them on the grill. They already got the juice, um, juice, barbecue sauce and all that goodness on it. Oh yeah. Then I went home and... Surprised the wife. She's like, oh my god, you came home. It's like, yeah, it finally happened after we've been here for almost a month. It finally happened. I get to come home during my rest when I'm in Gary. Yay, one time in one month. Well, I mean, there was one time other time, but I took advantage of it. Got some chores done, so that's probably what's going to happen the next time I hit a terminal here. I got to get ready to do laundry. I I hate laundry. I really hate laundry. You want to do my laundry for me? Please do my laundry for me. Uh, something you can have a lot lizard do, right? Yeah. Have a lot lizard do your laundry. <laughs> so tomorrow... Um, 5, 5 a.m. from Gary. And guess where I'm going? Right back up the fucking Grand Rapids again. Son of a bitch. Really? I gotta go up there again? Ah, I'm going to go enjoy my barbecue ribs. Maybe have a beer. I don't know yet. See you tomorrow. It'd be June 27th, 2019. Man... Last night, last night was great. You know, those barbecue ribs were good. Had one beer with dinner. Helped me relax. Uh, The wife and I had a little chat. And then, uh, you know, I I took her clothes off. You know, and then I fucked her. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Put me in a good, good mood for today. Even though... Today, I ended it here. 
at the customer delivering in Milwaukee with no time on my clock and it was pouring rain. Now how did I end up in this situation? Got up this morning about yeah it was about 3.30 in the morning I got up had my coffee kissed the wife put my clothes back on and headed on down to the terminal I had to get out of the terminal by 5 a.m. in the morning so I can get this load up to Grand Rapids by 9.30 a.m. Which, yeah, it's not too bad. It'll be a, a cut and close kind of a load. Cut and close kind of a load? Oh, uh, well, if, if that's what you want to call it. Ah, yeah, and of course dealing with Grand Rapids and its full mess. Made with the customer. Perfectly on time. Everything's good. Everything's golden. Just the way I like it. Then after that, headed up over to Kentwood, Michigan. And picked me up a load there. Got there at about 11 o'clock in the morning. Time's running low. Although I noticed I had to be... They wanted this delivered in the same day in Milwaukee by 15.50. Just barely enough time on my clock. About... An extra hour of, you know, whatever kind of kind of time. Uh, light load again. I will take these light loads. They really, really help my my fuel mileage. And since we're now getting close to the end of the quarter here, I'll take all these light loads I can get because they're going to get my scores through the roof. Although it'll probably happen what happened last time. All of a sudden, then I'll get heavy loads at the start of the quarter, and then all my my fuel mileage will look like shit again. Oh, God damn it! I was doing so good. Doing really good. I'm above the goal, so I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. It's not like, I don't know if I even get like a bonus or anything for it, you know? Do I get anything out of it? It's like avoiding toll roads. Do I get Do I get the benefit of that? I don't know. I really don't know. I do know they have like some profit sharing stuff, but I really haven't looked into it. Because that kind of, when it starts getting in that kind of like high accounting, uh, bookkeeping kind of stuff it's way more than I want to deal with yeah way more than I want to deal with way too much the trip down to Milwaukee was pretty good had a fuel stop there in good old uh, scary Gary I'll take it I'll take it and Chicago uh, yeah 294 was a, 294 was a disaster. Two and a half hours to get through there. And now I was questioning if I was going to make it to Milwaukee in time. I was thinking in my head, should I... Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry about that. If I should uh, go to... What was that drop yard? Now I can't even remember. It was an Oak Creek. Yeah, the Oak Creek drop yard. If I needed a place to stay for the night, that was free. So I had that. We was just going to kind of feel it out, see how much time I had left on my clock by the time I got to Milwaukee because I didn't know what Milwaukee's traffic was going to be like because after Chicago's, it was just a madhouse. I mean, come on. Well, it's not the holiday week. Well, next week's the holiday week. But, oh, boy, I only want to think about what's going to be going on in the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Oh, my God. This should be interesting because you have to stay tuned for the next episode to see how... See how holiday uh, week goes. Should be interesting. 
should be interesting to say the least, right? So I get to Milwaukee, have about 53 minutes left on my clock. I'm like, okay, I have about nine miles to go. Can I do this? Luckily, everything was grand. However, when I got to this customer, there was a storm moving in. We're talking like the wind was blowing so hard. It was blowing. The corner I had to turn just before going to this customer to go check in. We'll get into this one in a minute because this was really screwy. It was blowing the cones all over the road. And I'm thinking, man, I want to hit one of those things. And the dust was flying through the air. Leaves are going everywhere. The truck is rocking and rolling. And I'm stopped. I'm, I'm at a stoplight. Now, this is this is really screwy. This particular intersection, they need to have an arrow for the turn to turn left. Because I needed to turn left. However, because the construction was, it turned the two, lane, you know, the two lanes into one lane. So it really made a mess. And you could not, because the traffic was busy at this time, I could not make the turn. I went through like four cycles of lights. Finally, I had an opportunity because other people on the other side that were making their left turn were jumping, of course, you know, getting ahead and getting into the middle of the intersection so they could turn. So I took the first opportunity I had as soon as it went green. I had to just gun it out in that intersection and get in the middle so the other cars on the other side couldn't get in there and take my spot this time. I was like, I got to get through here. Luckily, that worked. I was able to make the turn. 10 minutes later, ridiculous, already got the clock dying down on me, I'm like, okay, I have about 22 minutes left on the clock, I said, that's plenty of time to drop and hook, and then the customer allows overnight parking, sweet, so I go to check in, the guy goes, oh, our drop, our drop yard's two, two miles down the road, past the airport, go down there, I'm thinking, really, all right, let's do this, here we go. The clock is the clock is ticking, man. So the first place they sent me wasn't even where it was supposed to be. That's where I checked in. Where I checked in, they had put a stamp on the bill of lading, did all the check-in stuff. And then I had to go to this drop yard to the gate, and they said, "Oh, then they'll check the stamp. They'll let you in there." You know, and I'm not even sure if they'll let it, let me do overnight parking. Oh, and the clock's low, but I'm gonna get stuck there anyways, right? So. I get to the guard shack, I pull in, it's pouring rain, pouring rain, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to drop and hook this now. He kind of told me where to go, where to drop it, and where to find the empties, all that, yada, yada, yada. So I went in there, and now I find me a spot. It's in the back, kind of hidden back here. Uh, I haven't dropped um, the trailer because it was raining. I'm out of duty status now, so the night's over. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. See if I get kicked out or if I get found back here. Because I don't even know if it's allowed. I didn't even ask. It's kind of one of those, I'll ask for forgiveness. Instead of asking for permission, I'll ask for forgiveness kind of a scenarios. As long as I behave, don't make any noise. You know, be, be very, very quiet. Because they might be hunting wabbits out here. I don't even know if that's how, that's probably not how Elmer Fudd never sounded like that. So, sleeping at the customer tonight, laying low, hopefully I don't get caught, and hopefully maybe now when it's time to go, this rain will be done, I'm really, really don't want to be getting wet, don't want to get wet, well, I got wet last night, I'm not going to say no more, okay, I'm not going to say no more. <laughs> That's too much information. 
You don't need to know about my personal life. You hear me? That's none of your goddamn business what I did last night. Right? You don't even know half the story. You don't know half the story. <laughs> there might have been some anal action in there. Mm, okay, I'm stopping right there. Stay out of my personal life, okay? Which I'm going to get into something that I posted the night I was in Gary. But I'm going to save that one for a bonus segment, which is going to be the main feature of this episode. And you're going to like it. You're going to love it. And you're going to want some more of it. Oh, yeah. Because it is so gay. This is the main topic for this podcast. It's something that I think is very important and is an issue that really, really needs to be addressed. It is about the straight bill of lading. Now, for the longest time, I've always wondered how come when they make the bill of lading... It's not negotiable, you know, it's the original, but how come it's straight, okay? What if the bill of lading is different? What if it's gay? What if it's bisexual or transgender? These are things we need to think about in this day and age. And that's why this needs to be seriously be discussed. We've got a problem in the trucking industry that, for some reason, all bill of ladings are straight. Now, when I was when I was in Gary, I had a bill of lading that was gay. Yes, it was a gay bill of lading. So I crossed out the word straight, and I put gay on there, because this bill of lading was gay. It was a flaming faggot homosexual. And it and it wanted to be different. It wanted to stand out for what it believes in in this day and age. I'm very proud of this bill of lading. So I took a picture of it, posted it up in our rail transport group just to see how others thought about it. Albert said it was gay. Yeah. He thought it was so gay. <sighs> and Derek, he just didn't understand. He's like, uh, that's not what straight means on a bill of lading. However, Albert comes out and says these these SJWs don't know nothing. And Derek's like, I don't know anymore. It's so hard to tell who's retarded, who's trying to be the next satire king. I'm not... This isn't satire. This is a serious fucking issue, man. You know... Why do the Bill of Ladings gotta cater to the straights? You know, could be a transgender. Could be a lesbian. You know? It wants to come out of the closet. 
It wants to stand up for what it believes in. Andrew, Andrew completely understands in his comment, it's 2019. That's going to offend somebody damn straight. You know, and I had to reply and explain it. You know, that's what I was thinking the same thing. What about the gay, trans, and bisexual bill of ladings, you know? And Albert, he's like, get out of here. Just get out. Oh, man. My feelings were crushed. You know? This poor bill of lading. Just just looking for a little bit of support. And of course, Robert, he goes and replies and just basically says, That's straight gay. Huh. Yeah. And Mike, gay bill of lading. I guess that's where he's from. And uh, gay Ray. Yeah, good old gay Ray. He just laughs with the laughing, teary-eyed emoji. Uh, I don't know if, I, if I've if i touched people here, if they understand how this is. But Larry did understand. He says, now it's politically correct. Yes, it is. You know, if more Bill of Ladings came out and said they were different... For example, if I told you that my cute dog, if I told you he was gay, would you treat the dog any different? Would you still pet him? Would you still love him? Because he, he's not a straight dog. He's a gay dog. He, he likes to hump other boy dogs in the neighborhood. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't treat that puppy any different. You'd love that puppy even though he's a gay homosexual. <sighs> then Robert continues on here. If you make it a buy bill of lading, does that mean it's semi-negotiable? I, I, I had to answer and say yes to that. Because how else could it be? And then, of course, last comment here from Eric. He just has a, a GIF image of a kid screaming gay Um, well if you support the LGBTQ of bill of ladings please please send your sympathy dollars to Anthrit via paypal your money will go towards helping shippers understand that not every bill of lading is the same. They're not all straight. Some want to be negotiated. They're bisexual. We need to we need to stand up for these bill of ladings in a new age. What if one wants to get married? You know? I think this is uh, something that, you know, as truckers, you know, what if the trucker's gay? What if he's a flaming homosexual? 
What if he likes taking it up the ass? You know? Ask yourself this. When was the last time you've had a good old-fashioned butt-fucking? If it's been a while, maybe you should go out and get ass-fucked. Or fuck somebody in the ass. Whether it be a female, a male, a transgender, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever you want to stick your cock into. Stick that cock into something. And if you're a lesbian, stick whatever the fuck you want up there. You know? Lick whatever you want. Lick that carpet, as Cartman used to say. So there's there's my rant of the episode. I guess it gives me a title for this episode. But I just want you all to sit down and think about it. Okay? That this gay bill of lading deserves an award. It deserves to be framed and put on the wall of all truck terminals all truck stops all across America so people know that sometimes a bill of lading may just want to get laid a different way I want to end that here let's get on with this week and hopefully now you have a better understanding that you know some people just love a good old ass fucking. Oh, fuck me, fuck me. Gotta get fucked on Friday. Everyone's looking forward to fucking me. If you haven't heard the song, look up Fucking Me on Friday by Anthrit. Yes, I made a music video about getting fucked on Friday because it's Friday. And we're all about to get fucked. Right? You ready to get fucked? Because it's Friday. June 28th, 2019. In this magical world. Of... Somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin. (laughs) The first truck stop I had. When I have an hour left on my clock. I just took it. This is a great little truck stop. Nobody was here. It was a flying jay. Although, I nosedived in here. And I thought, oh, this beautiful view of the forest. And I looked on the fence. And there's this... What looks like an orange juice bottle. Although, it's not it's not orange juice in that bottle. I've been half... No, I'm not going to touch it. Throw your pee bottles. At least in the garbage. Don't throw them in nature. You know? I mean, it probably wouldn't hurt if you dumped it out. And let nature soak it in or some shit, you know. But really? <sighs> so I guess sometimes nose diving in, the view is not always that grand. Not always that grand, huh? Okay, so what excitement did we have? Woke up in Milwaukee. Didn't get disturbed last night. Was able to stay there, I guess. Nobody said anything, and nobody said anything when I checked out because the guy at the guard was at the guard shack was a completely different dude. So I was out of there. Um, dropped my trailer, got my empty, 
and I hauled balls out of there because I had to get over to the deforest relay yard to go pick up a load going to lacrosse to go to Menards. And oh my god. As soon as I got to deforest and had the drop and hook, we're talking downpour rain. Downpour rain. I'm like, really? Come on. Because I know it's going to stop. As soon as I get like 10, 15 miles down the road, you know it's going to do it. You know it's going to do it. You know? <sighs> nope. So I had to go out, get wet, drop and hook this thing. Luckily, the person who put the paperwork on the trailer put it in a plastic sacky. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. At least... At least the paperwork didn't, didn't get sulking wet. It was all grand. However, by the time I got... This is where I get confused sometimes with these appointments and how they do this and how they schedule this stuff. Because when I got to the deforest yard, it was the time at 7 a.m. when this load was supposed to be delivered at Menards. Really? Come on. You, you gotta... Uh, of course, I have to send in a thing saying, Hey, I'm not going to be there at actually like 10, you know? 10.30 is when I really am going to get there. So, head on to lacrosse, and boy, when I got to this Menards, these poor people had a hell of a time with this load. The load was so light, it was, it was insulation, and it kept falling on them. Yeah, I'm trying to back in it. I think I had this, yeah, it was Menards before where they had the insulation that was, because the dock was slanted going downhill. And that's part of the problem, too. So the trailer's on it, you know, sitting at an angle. So everything inside of it is now leaning. It's going to fall over. Oh, my goodness. The poor, poor fella. They, they fought with it for like, uh, they said it was an hour and 45 minutes they were messing with that. And they they didn't really like reloading. It was kind of sad because the dock next to me kept happening. Like, they had, there was about three other trucks that came, got unloaded, and got the hell out of there. And I'm still sitting here like, come on, man. Although, I did go into Menards, kind of did a little window shopping. I did make it out of there without spending any money, so that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. I was worried I was going to spend some money. <laughs> However, as again, I get my next uh, pre plan, and it's two and a half hours away, and I get, and the appointment's in an hour. Uh, so whatever you know i just sometimes i just i just give up man i just give up and i had to go over to what's this place called um how do you pronounce it in uh e o e a u a u a u claire a u claire wisconsin we're just going to call air claire air claire it's in air claire wisconsin that's where we went and that's what i'm calling it so I get there, and of course the guy's like, "Oh, you're late." Of course I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I got I got to drive multiple hours when they give me the pre-plan when I'm still sitting on the dock somewhere else." And he says, "Well, you're gonna hopefully we can get you unlo- get you loaded because you're cutting into my beer time." I'm like, "Well, sh- you t- tell me about it, you know." I'm, I, if, if if the other place was a little sooner, I could be out of here and I could be down the road and I could be cutting, you know, this is cutting into my beer time too. Man, just screw it here. I'll just leave the truck here. Let's go have a beer, you know? Yeah. Wish I could do that, right? Probably not a good idea. So I figured, oh, to set my clock so I can leave earlier in the morning 
I'm going to end the day at two and a half hours earlier so I can get out of here at one in the morning and drive the rest of the way, get to Chicago and everything tomorrow at 1 a.m. However, after I got loaded, I... Yeah, yeah, the, there was this... How do you put it? Uh, oh, I thought it was a truck stop because I saw trucks parked in there. And then as I'm driving through there, I see these little green signs and I go to go to check them out and like, well, what is this all about? It turns out you can't park there because it's some type of city ordinance that you're not allowed to stay there for no more than 30 minutes. So I'm not sure if, well, there's drop trailers in here, so I'm not even sure if they're getting ticketed or getting towed or what's going on here. So it's confusing me. What, what, what's really going on here, even though I'd like to stay? Well, I'm like, well, there's a Flying J about 50 miles away. Let's just go there. And, you know, it won't be as early as I want to start in the morning, but what can I do, you know? What can I do? <sighs> so there's that. Yeah, sitting here looking at a, looking at a pee bottle. Great view, great view. Although they had a Denny's here, went in there. I had me some T-bone steak and eggs. Oh, it was it was actually really good. I was impressed by this, and I had some pancakes with it and a smoothie. Mmm, it would just had me so excited and horny. Okay, I will stop with the sexual stuff. I'm starting to think that I may be a pervert. Yeah. And maybe a furry. Someone in the group said I was a furry. Because I saw a picture of a squirrel with a condom in it. And I, it was kind of turning me on. And I, I commented on that. And they told me that I, I'm a furry. That, that's a new one. I know I'm a weeboo. I know I like hentai. But a weeboo? I mean, no, I mean, a furry? No, 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 no. There's there's no way that this boy here is a furry. I've never wanted to fuck it. Oh, wait a minute. I fucked the chicken in a music video. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I'm a fucking furry. It's time... To end this fucking week. Oh, excuse me. Where the, where the fuck did that come from? Excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in there. Screw. Uh, oh, here comes that one. Oh. Wow. Thanks, soda pop. Pop goes soda. To the update. Jeez. Oh, For June 29th and the 30th. 2019 like like burpins any gross how far this episode's been this has been one fucked episode i just realized i was standing there and thinking where am i going with this one actually i'm thinking that kind of like my true entertainment self is starting to come out a little bit more in this podcast because if if any of you have seen my youtube channel yeah you're in you're in for a wild treat there a real wild treat <laughs> a part of me is character. I, I start doing this stuff, and ah, maybe it's my, maybe it's my true self coming out. Maybe I'm bisexual or something. 
I don't know. We're not going to get into my sexual preferences. That's not this episode's all about. It's about the Bill of Ladings, not me. Okay, so first thing, I get up in the morning, on, on Saturday the morning, ready to go. And some asshole finds a way to get into my parking spot. Yes. He, he found a little, this parking spot that I got had a little bit more opening on one side, but he figured out how to get in there and got so close to me, I thought I was going to take his fucking mirror out when I was backing out of there this morning. Oh, really? So when these people who, who go and find parking, you really, you really got to think, you know, could I be putting my truck in danger? Could this person next to me be a newbie and fuck my truck up? You gotta seriously consider that kind of shit. Alright? When you're searching for parking or making parking, don't put yourself in a dangerous situation where your truck could potentially get fucked up. Speaking of which, someone in the group posted a picture. Uh, it looks like somebody backed a trailer into his truck. I gotta see if they ever caught the little son of a bitch who did that. Holy fuck, that must have been a wake up call. Hmm. Well. I don't know if I should consider this roadkill or semi-roadkill. See what I did there? Semi-roadkill? Semi <laughs> uh, driving on I-90 back toward Chicago. Good old Chicago area. I don't know if they talk like that, but I'm going to just pretend they talk like that for some stupid reason because I'm talking like that. I don't know what accent that is. Yo. That that must have been like five different accents into one. I don't even want to go there. But some guy in a minivan killed a deer. I don't know if he killed it, but he got his guts everywhere all over the road. And so what do I hit? I hit those deer guts. Man, they went splattering off to the side. The deer was already dead, so I guess I can't really consider it. Um, roadkill. I guess I just kind of finished the job. I flattened the guts out a little bit. <laughs> so when I did my safety check and took a look at what was going on, oh my god. All up in the tires, all up in the mud flaps, all up in the tire areas in the front. Oh, just blood everywhere down the side of the tr bottom bash of the, of the tractor and the trailer. Oh man, those guts got everywhere. They were in the tire grooves. Oh, it was beautiful. Just beautiful. Although it's still a deer is one of the ones that scares me to hit because I know they can do damage. I know they can, especially they can they can kill you sometimes. I've heard they can kill people too. They'll like come flying through the windshield and then their horns come and stab people in the face. Yeah. So there we go. Deer guts. I can check that one off the list of things of uh, animal to run. Oh, and we'll get into this weekend. I almost got me a family of fucking raccoons in my personal vehicle. Oh, so close to getting them little sons of bitches, but it was a family. I just... I let them live. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll get back into that. Chicago traffic was... Not too bad. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Was able to keep moving at the speed limit. 
and moved right on through Chicago. Well, it did kind of just got a little congesty there, you know, where 290 tries to go on to 294. That, that, still, it doesn't matter which direction you go from that 294 to 290. They really, really need to redesign that because it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Fix it, Chicago. You know, Illinois' Department of Transportation, fix it. I'm telling you right now, fix it. They'll probably never hear this and never give a shit. (laughs) They know it's a mess, and they enjoy it. They love to watch that intersections and those off-ramps. And they're like, yeah, you're all going to be late, motherfuckers. Your clocks are going to run out, and you're going to get stuck on the side of the road. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if they're actually laughing about it. So, get me into Gary. Got me a shower, a shit, and a shave. Up to the old ghetto van. We headed on over to Bass Pro Shops. I wanted to buy me some new clothes. So I got there. I went to, they had a restaurant in there. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'm hungry. I'll, I'll try some, uh, I had some catfish and some shrimp. Mmm, it wasn't bad. A little on the pricey side, but, you know, you got to treat yourself sometimes. You know, you got to treat yourself sometimes. But the main event, I probably spent about, oh, God, three hours in the store. Yeah. Got me for $154. Uh, One of the main things I needed is I needed some good, good boots because the shoes that I buy from Walmart, I'm on my second pair since I've been working with rail, and, and the treads just go bad, and with the... The oil in the truck stops and some of these terminals and around the terminal when it rains, it gets dangerously slippery. I've almost fell a couple of times, so I figured I'd get me some good, good, like, they're like boots, but not high boots. They're like short boots, I guess they call them. Got some of those. I really looked at the treads on these. The treads are really, really good. $70, and then I've got me two good outfits because I I, I like, you know, I'm an outdoorsy kind of person, so if I'm going to get new clothes... Because all the clothes I have are from been beat up from previous jobs because they've been outdoor outdoor work and heavy work to where it was damaging the clothes, it was staining them, and it was just one of those things. I'll buy clothes once I start making money with rail and kind of been slacking off on that. Here it is already. Uh, it's going to be July. Ugh, it's going to be July. So we're past the oh, yeah past the almost yeah it's like considered. Yeah, halfway through the year. We're halfway through 2019. My God, it's going to be 2020. Ooh, that's freaky to think about. That's really freaky to think about. I remember when it was the new millennium, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got all this time in the world. We didn't even think we'd make it this far. We figured we'd all be Y2K was going to hit, then after that we thought the world was all going to blow up by terrorism. Somehow we're all still here, unfortunately. I say that like it's, a, like it's a bad thing, huh? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? What the hell is wrong with me? And at, at Bass Pro, so I got me two outfits. So I got me one nice green outdoor outfit. I figured since I like the outdoors, I'm going to wear kind of like outdoorsy type outfits. And then I picked up me a hunting outfit because it was on clearance for about 20 bucks. Got the pants and the shirt. Heck, I might even just wear it just to wear it just for the fun of it. Yeah, 
Because it was cheap. You mean use it and abuse it, right? Use it and abuse it. And then I went to the camping section, and they had this really cool fire pit. I think it was called the BioLite or something. And it's this fire pit that has a fan in it that reduces smoke and burns the log thoroughly. I watched a YouTube video on it, and it looks really, really cool. 200 bucks. I really had to hold it because it was so damn tempting to get that sucker. I didn't get it, but I wanted to. It's it's on my list of things to buy that I really don't need, but I need it. I said, no, it'd be cheaper. Just go buy some firewood at the store. And, you, you know, because I'm using an old barbecue as a fire pit, and we'll do it that way for tonight. I'm like, hmm, but that fire pit looks really cool. Really neat. It even charges your phone, dude. And it is Bluetooth. A Bluetooth controlled fire pit no no gotta save money because we want to get land can't be spending two hundred dollars on a new tech toy that's a fire pit no yes no yes no yes hey at least i've avoided the uh the car lots Spared myself so far, but it's tempting. Maybe if I get myself into trouble, I've been doing some shopping on some land. Maybe if I lock me down a deal, that'll take my money so I ain't spending it on other things. And I can just make payments on the land so when the time comes, we just move there to Arizona. Oh man, but I want that fire pit. Okay, I'll stop right there. I will stop right there. So I went to the store, of course, got me uh, some steaks to barbecue, got me some firewood to have a fire for the night and a good old 12 pack of Bud Light yeah I know that's probably not the the greatest beer to be having but hey it's beer I'm gonna drink it right drink that fucking beer you stupid bitch bum number one god I miss his miss his content he had such good content even though he called me a stupid bitch in every episode and told me to drink a beer because I'm a stupid cunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If you don't know who I'm talking about, he did this... His name was Bum Number One on YouTube, and he did Japanese um, class... Not class? Yeah. Yeah. Japanese classes online. But in the videos, he would drink beer, teach a Japanese, and call you names... And drink, you know, get drunk off his ass while he was doing the teaching. It was that was the entertainment factor. It wasn't really that. I mean, he actually taught you some good stuff, but I mean, I don't know. He just kind of stopped doing it, like a lot of YouTubers. Even me, I haven't uploaded what two vlogs this year, maybe three. Wow, life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. I guess this this podcast is filler, but it's kind of like part of me is like I'm itching to get a video out. I think I got enough content to put a video together, but I don't know if it'll be a butt-fucked RV episode or just be a, a regular vlog episode with a bunch of random crap in it. Because that's basically what it is, been the random clips that I've taken. I, I have thought about it, but I need to somehow figure out how I'm going to get the dedication to do it. Is Since I got the Trucking Life of a Trucker podcast, 
maybe doing a vlog. I'm saying maybe, but I just don't want to do that. Do all that extra work because editing takes a lot of time. This, this podcast is so much easier. But if people are interested, podcast may also become a vlog, a vlog series. Because I do kind of miss making videos. I miss the uh, miss the community on there. And it, the longer I stay away from my YouTube channel, the harder it's going to be to get the audience back into it. I know how it goes when you disappear. Subs are dropping because I'm not there anymore. They don't think I'm alive anymore. Yeah. All right, let's continue on. On Sunday, is that the 30th? Yeah, the 30th. Kind of kind of slept in again, you know, the beer kind of. Because before, you know, I get off work and I can drink a six-pack, no problem. Now it's like, oh, I barely finish a 12-pack and I'm hurting the next day. Because I don't, you know, this job you can't you can't drink and drink at the end of the day. So that that kind of changed my tolerance on the on the whole beer. So now I was like, oh, I can't even finish a twelve pack anymore. Pretty soon it's gonna be like a six pack. I'm gonna be knocked out for the whole weekend. But picked up the wife from work, went to Burger King. Was gonna bring in my laptop, but. I got there a little bit later than I wanted to because I wanted to get that laptop updated, get its updates going, and get my software running again so I can make a cool intro. Cool intro. And sing and dance. Yeah. Or some future plans that I have for this podcast of kind of amping up the, the entertainment factor versus talking about gay shit all the time. You know, it's probably going to get old after a while. Then we went to the Blue Chip. Um, the in-laws were at the Blue Chip, and they invited us to go over there to have buffet dinner with them. And they got my wife a bike so she can get to work quicker and not have to walk. So that was that was really nice of them. And it got us out for a little bit. I drove, uh, what was it, along the lakeshore there. And there was a lot of signs there for the... Uh, it's now uh, Indiana Dunes National National Park. Now, it used to be called it used to be a state park, but now it's a it's a national park. And I noticed there's a lot of places to turn out and check out. So one of these days, we're just gonna have to take a weekend when it's not raining. When it's not raining, and the wife's got some time, we're gonna have to check out all those stops. I really want to do it because it's one of those things you got it. You want to check out, but you never have time to do it. But you got to do it. Especially if before we moved to Arizona. It's one of the things that are on the to-do list. And then, oh yeah, Indiana Beach too. Indiana Beach is another place we want to go to. Or heard it's a lot of fun. It's a water park. It's a water park. Uh, home time this time. Two beautiful nights with the wife. Because the load that I picked up... In Erie Clear is not due into Perrysburg, Ohio until 1500 on the 1st. I don't even have to get the day started on Monday until um, about 9, yeah, 9 a.m. in the morning. So it's cool. This week uh, really turned into a great uh, extra home time kind of week. Not sure what the paycheck's going to be because this uh, last trip. This is almost 600 miles. Only problem is, half the trip was done at the end of the week, so I'm not getting those miles. 
so it's going to go on the next week's paycheck, which means I'll get a little bit more money, depending on how the week ends, if I get another one of these kind of loads at the end of next week. Of course, I don't know how next week's going to go, because there's the holiday, the 4th of July. I might, might get some good miles, I might not. Get some good money, maybe make an extra $200. Stop by, no, 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 no. Yes, no, yes. <clears throat> oh. uh, okay, we're going to leave it at that. Well, I'm thinking about spending money. But yeah, all in all, good week. I got three nights with the wife. I got laid. I got to get my cock wet. I'm happy. The wife is happy. She got to see me more because most of the... Most of the nights, it's just one night. You know, I get that one night. So got three nights this week with the wife. That makes everyone happy. It makes me happy. It makes my dick happy. Everybody's happy in the end. Everyone's happy and gay, including my bill of ladings. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I, I will. Okay, well, there's another, there's another episode in the bag, in the sack. Week 15, next week, week 16, we got a holiday. It's America's birthday. So go out, blow some fireworks. <laughs> of course, this weekend, poor, poor dog was hiding because they were blowing fireworks already. They were already celebrating. They are already hooting and hollering. It's time to celebrate our freedom that we think we have. <laughs> okay, I'm going to end it there. I'm going to go go uh, shop for some land and see what I can find. We'll update you on that. Give me something to do while I sit at a shipper. Yeah. Or a consignee. One of the two. Whatever makes you happy. And gay. This has been Anthony from Anthware. And from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking on my butt fuck truck. It's Anthony from Anthware. Signing off. Go get gay.